Hello and welcome back to Hope Reclaimed. I am Ellie Hope Herring Shaw. It's in this podcast that we talk about active and practical ways that we can reach for healing from divorce, betrayal, and trauma. Because things happen in our lives that are terrible, that are hard, and Jesus has already extended healing in every aspect of our life, in body, soul, and spirit. And often he is asking us to take that step to receive it. Right now we are in a series on reclaiming. What is reclaiming? How do I do it? Is it important? Do I need to do it? If you haven't listened to the previous episodes, I want to encourage you to do that because these episodes will build on each other. So today we are talking about facing the pain. Last week we talked about avoidance. We reclaim the things in our life that we feel that we are avoiding. Avoidance is a helpful thing because it keeps us from feeling the pain that we are feeling. (laughs) It keeps us from feeling pain. It keeps us from getting hurt even more. But avoidance is actually not always helpful or beneficial to us. So my definition of reclaiming is identifying a fearful and painful internal reaction to a place or thing that holds a memory and choosing to face it head on and create a new positive association. So today we're talking about that aspect of facing it, facing the pain, facing the thing we're avoiding, and allowing Jesus to saturate that area. This is the exposure therapy that we're talking about here. We're not living in avoidance. We're not going to live in fear. We've already decided that by realizing that reclaiming is something that we want to do. And now, how do we face it? So last week, we talked about a song. There was a song that brought up a memory. In, In the example that we used last week, that song was, When I Fall in Love. Because you have this memory with that song that's associated with your ex, the relationship that you had with your ex. And when that song comes on, if that song pops in a movie or if that song comes on the radio, a pain wells up in your heart and you think, oh, my life is not what I thought it was. The relationship is not what I thought it was. And so pain is now associated with that song. Last week, we talked about how we begin to avoid the song. We begin to go through our life trying not to hear that song. And of course, we're just using the example of a song right now. For a lot of people, it's places or or things, movies, restaurants, coffee shops, bars, the list goes on and on. But it's anything that we feel that we are avoiding or feel pain or fear around. So today we are using and continuing to use the example of a song. (laughs) This is actually a true memory for me. It's a song that I needed to reclaim. And I want to explain to you how I chose to do it, how I chose to face the pain, the fear that I was having around that song. So I had already decided that reclaiming was going to be something that I wanted to do. So what I did is I made a list. I made a very extensive list and then I put that list on a spreadsheet that I could bring the spreadsheet around with me. So this was helpful because 
it gave me really a, um, a sense of everything that I needed to reclaim, that I felt pain and fear around all these different things. And it gave me some control when I felt I had none. <laughs> I had no control over the pain I was experiencing. I had no control over the fears that were that were just so rampant in my life. But when I looked at the list, it gave me sort of a tangible thing of these are the things that I need to go back to. So I made reclaiming an active part of my healing. Before this podcast was real, before I dreamed of a ministry like this, it was just something that I felt called and really just gave me power in my pain. So if you decide that reclaiming is something you want to do, I really want to encourage everyone to make a list. As you're going through your life, as you're living in your pain, um, really sitting in the grief that is the loss of a relationship, as you're sitting there, take a look at the pain. Take a look at the things that you feel that you're avoiding, the feel, things that you feel you're living in fear of. Make a list of those things and then... When it's time, go back to them. So how do you know when it's time? That's a really, really good question because no time feels like it's a good time. No time will feel like it's easy to go back because really the definition of reclaiming is facing the fear, right? So if you aren't feeling a fear with going back to some place, maybe it doesn't need to be reclaimed. Maybe it's maybe it doesn't really have a, a, a hard association. So reclaiming isn't something you need to do. So reclaiming, by definition, will be challenging. Reclaiming, by definition, will be a hard thing to do. But it's so empowering when you actually do it, you guys. So a lot of times when I had a free evening, when I had something, you know, n- not really anything on my calendar to do, I would look at my list. I would look at my spreadsheet and I would think, what could I reclaim today? And who could I invite to reclaim with me? So again, there's no real perfect time. It's not ever going to feel really easy. But if you decide that it's something you want to do, then it's going to be fun. It's going to be enjoyable and you will feel empowered. There are some things in our life that need to be reclaimed at certain times. Anniversaries, birthdays, those kind of those kind of dates. Maybe you guys always watched... I don't know, the Kentucky Derby together. So doing something at the Kentucky Derby when that's playing would reclaim the Kentucky Derby. So when you're making a plan, when you're even making your list, you can put those things in the list. I need to reclaim his birthday on his birthday, obviously. I need to do something fun that day. I need to do something to have a new association with that particular day. But some planning does need to happen with reclaiming. And then sometimes... It's really great to just be spontaneous too. (laughs) Planning doesn't always have to happen around reclaiming. But when you decide to reclaim, it is good to do this a little bit strategically and decide the timing and the place and, and how this needs to be done. Now, I always invited friends. I call these people reclaiming buddies. And I want to encourage everyone, if you are making a plan to reclaim, do not do this alone. Do you hear me? Don't do it alone. Reclaiming should be done in the context of community, with people you trust and with friends. So a lot of people will say, well, now that I'm single, you know, I've, I've, I was in a relationship for so long, and now that I'm single, I should do all of these things alone. 
I don't agree with that. I don't. Maybe that's something that you need to do for yourself, but I want to encourage you to invite people with you because that's going to allow healing to saturate that area. You're going to feel like you're not alone. (laughs) So much of being single again is that struggle of feeling alone, of feeling lonely, of feeling like we don't have someone to just talk to about our feelings. And so when we involve people in the reclaiming process, we're saying and taking a stand to say, I'm not alone. The truth is you've been hurt by a person. And so reclaiming with more people, with different people, is going to really encourage you to realize that you're not alone. You're not alone. So do not reclaim alone. (laughs) Don't do it alone. Reclaim with people. And so now that you are going to reclaim with people, you need to educate these people to know and let them know what you're doing and why this is important to you. So you can educate them on what reclaiming is. Reclaiming is going back to a place or a thing to make a new memory because it feels hard, because it feels isolating and it feels hurtful and you're avoiding it. You educate them on all these things And then invite them into the process. Let them know that you're going to talk about your feelings. You're going to talk about the memories that you have with this thing. And then when you're doing that, it's good not to disassociate with those memories. Step into them. It's going to be painful. You can educate them. Let them know this is going to be hard. I'm going to feel a lot of emotions. I may cry. I may go through some, you know, just hard emotions with this. And that is okay because you're going with the aspect that I'm, I am stepping into healing. I believe it's important to encourage them and let them know that you don't want to trash talk your ex. I think it's important to let them know that you don't want to continue a cycle of unforgiveness in that place. It may, you may feel angry and it's okay to talk about your anger. It's really good to talk about that. But you're not there for them to tell you how, how much he sucks. <laughs> you're, you're not there for your reclaiming buddies just to, to trash talk and to, and to talk poorly about your ex. You're there to create a new association, to remember that your love was real, and then to make a new memory. So it is important to educate your friends, your reclaiming buddies about that. So I do have kind of a a shorter list of reclaiming buddies and what kinds of reclaiming buddies I needed when I was reclaiming. So the first kind of reclaiming buddy that I had was the acceptor. This is the person that would allow me to feel all of my emotions as I was feeling them without judgment. This is the perfect kind of reclaiming buddy because this person allowed me to be exactly where I needed to be. This friend would would listen without judgment. This, This friend was available when I was feeling just debilitating grief. This acceptor was there for me when I needed them. Sometimes I needed the clown. Sometimes I needed the person that would just make me laugh when I was so sad, when I've just been crying all day. So sometimes I needed that person that I just knew would make me laugh when I was reclaiming because this person would allow me to create a new association with whatever I was reclaiming that would be fun and that would be funny. 
Sometimes I needed the spontaneous one, the person that I could call at a drop of a hat that would say, I need to reclaim right now and I need to go and I need to do this. And a spontaneous person would say, okay, I'm there. I'm on my way. Of course, not every friend can be this friend. <laughs> a lot of people have lives and they are, they're not available at the drop of a hat, but it is really nice to have that person that will just stop on by, that will, that will answer your text and, and reclaim with you when you really feel like you need to go back to this place right now. At times, there are people that are a part of the reclaiming. Friends that you actually went to a particular place with, with your ex. So it's okay to involve people that are maybe a part of the reclaiming process that, in a sense, they need to be reclaimed too. But with this, it is important that you're not also trying to manage their emotions. They need to be further along and also realizing that they're supporting you in this journey. Oftentimes, I had the person who was confused and curious about what's going on. They've never heard of this thing called reclaiming, and maybe they were with a group of friends or, or my friend had a plan with them, and they just tagged along in the reclaiming process. This was a person that I could share what was going on in my life. This was a person that maybe they didn't even know me, but I could tell them what I was doing to, um, to be strategic and really to open up my heart in a different way to reclaim that place. I could tell them and, and let them know this is a really hard thing for me, but I was educating them <laughs> on what reclaiming is and letting them into the process. And that helped to bond us as friends, but it also helped us to create a new association as well. The last kind of reclaiming buddy that I'm going to talk about is the healthy challenger. These are good friends, really good friends that aren't going to allow us to sit in the pain too long. The healthy challenger will ask the hard questions that will say the hard thing when you need to hear it. Of course, we need to be honest about what we're feeling, but a good friend will not allow us to sit too long in the pain. A good friend is going to let us know that we need to move on or or just or say the right thing when things are tough. This healthy challenger is a really good reclaiming buddy. A lot of times these reclaiming buddies kind of merge together. Sometimes the acceptor was also the clown. Sometimes sometimes the, the healthy challenger was also confused and curious. But we need people. We need people to reclaim with. So as we're driving to the location that we're going to go reclaim, we need to talk about this with our friends. We need to talk about what we're feeling, talk about the emotions, and really set our mind on the fact that we're, we are facing a fear. This is hard. This is challenging. We're facing the pain. And talk about it with the people that you're with. Do not avoid it. Again, this should not be done alone. You are not alone. So involve people in this process. Talk about everything that you're feeling and, that tr and trust that an association, a new association, will happen with this place or with this thing. So when I reclaimed the song, When I Fall in Love, <laughs> I did it by inviting a friend to go to karaoke with me. And when I went to karaoke, I knew that I was going to sing 
when I fall in love. So I got up there and I wrote down my name. I wrote down the song, When I Fall in Love. And I knew it was going to be hard because it reminded me of my ex-husband. It reminded me of the pain that I was feeling and that our love was not like that. (laughs) That particular song even says, when I fall in love, it will be forever or I'll never fall in love again. Oof, that's really heavy because he was the first person I fell in love with. And I really believed that I would never fall in love again. And once my relationship with him was broken, that song became broken. So when I sang that song at karaoke that night with a friend, I talked about it. I talked about why that song was hard. I talked about the memories that I have with him, all of those memories of being at the jazz club and hearing that song and how that song was a part of our relationship. And so then singing that song at karaoke that night with a lot of people around, not singing it great, you know, but as I did that, I was creating a new association with it. I remembered the time that I went to karaoke with my friend to reclaim that song. And we had a great time. But next week, we are going to talk about what it is to create a new association. What does that mean and how am I going to do that? So we're going to get more into that next week. But thank you so much for listening. The response to this series has been really good because a lot of reclaiming is individualistic. This was what reclaiming was to me, and it may look different for you, but there is a healthy way to do it, and there is a positive way to do it, that it doesn't have to be drudging and hard all the time. It can actually be fun. When we are stepping into the pain, yes, it will be challenging, but doing it with friends, doing it with family is a really great way to open yourself up for more healing. And it bonds you as friends. So when you're facing the pain, just realize that you're not alone. And even if you feel alone, if you're feeling like, I don't have a friend who can do this with me. I don't have that person. I want to trust and believe that that person is on its way. If you are a woman who is going through a divorce or has gone through a divorce, and reclaiming is something that you want to do, I want to encourage you to be a part of my Reclaims community. This is a non-support group support group for women who are healing from divorce, trauma, and infidelity in marriage. You are not alone. You're not. So maybe you feel like you have no one to go to. Make a new friend. Go to a church. Meet some new people and let them know, this is what I'm doing and I need your help. That takes so much strength and that can be so hard. But the Lord will give you strength in that. God gives us capacity in what we're facing. The Lord does not give us more than we can handle. And so right now, reaching out for healing may just be to ask a friend to go and reclaim something with you. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, for subscribing to this podcast, and share this, sharing this with a friend who may be going through something challenging. If you are interested in partnering with Hope Reclaimed Financially, you can do that on my Patreon page, which is patreon.com slash hope reclaimed, because we do need finances to continue this and make this everything it can be. 
to give people reclaiming buddies even to process the pain that's in their lives. Remember, there is healing and there is redemption in Jesus. And there's always hope. Because remember, hope is my middle name. We'll see you next week.